Alright, hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Henry Kissinger is Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, not a threat? Just a fact. And uh, I am uh, Zoe, a.k.a. Um, let me, you know what, let me pop into some Collectify's nicknames here. A.k.a. Nate Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> and I'm Roy, also known as Morpheus, Dorpheus, Orpheus, Landlorpheus. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. <laughs> Thanks. Wish I could say I came up with it. <laughs> ah, it's still very uh, funny. I like it. So that's all that matters. We got a couple of not really any sort of focus to these topics here today. Of uh, just a whole just lot of stuff we- happened. A whole lot of weird stuff. I find this. This episode is just sort of the weird stuff episode, I think. Yeah, just kind of an assortment. Yeah, we've nice got... A buffet of things. Uh, if, if we're going uh, by the order we got things here, we've got the uh, Royal Canadian Legion uh, <laughs> posting about a gamer moment of silence here for... Uh, a somber for... gaming moment. Yes, uh, on the Canadian, the Royal Canadian Legion has tweeted uh, that for Remembrance Day, we're inviting video game streamers to lay down their controllers and hashtag pause to remember our veterans with a moment of silence online. If you're a gamer and would like to join the movement, visit pause to remember.ca <laughs> to learn how. Putting down my controller and signing up online to pay respects. I should point out that every single reply to this tweet is just F. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you do it like, legally that's how you do it that is, that is legally how you pay respects <laughs> you, can, then, you can get uh tax credit if you if you press f yeah the canadian government will send you a crisp five yeah <laughs> a nice you, fiver f is for fiver <laughs> fiver yeah we send you a crisp fiver if you uh if you press F to pay respects on the Royal Canadian Legion's posts. Well, <laughs> actually, the first the first comment is somebody telling them that they can't pause online games. Uh, and then the rest of it is just F. F. F, F, F. Some, F, F, F. Uh, terrorist win, F, F, F. <laughs> yeah. Basically, oh, yeah, there's the terrorist win from CSGO. <laughs> Let's get oh, let's get some lest we forgets in the chat, boys. I'm definitely gonna have to keep my eyes peeled this coming Monday when it's Veterans Day to see if the states <coughs> does anything this momentous. Oh, yeah, the uh, the Marines. Uh, I mean, the Marines basically own the Call of Duty franchise, so it'll probably be like a event in the game or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> guns will stop working for two minutes during the game, so that no one can shoot anyone. <laughs> The game just gets muted for the <laughs> two minutes of silence. The game gets muted. You T-pose in game <laughs> to pause for a moment of somber reflection. Yeah, and then you get, you get right back to it. Yeah, it's like it's like when they played soccer on Christmas Day in the uh, <laughs> during the First World War. Except, <laughs> what if all the soldiers on Christmas Day T-posed? <laughs> 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 that was what we told stories about now. But like, I remember on Christmas Day, we all got into no man's land and T-posed for the whole night. <laughs> <coughs> Just locking hands in a T-pose ring around the world in Call of Duty. <laughs> hands on a miracle by Foo Fighters starts playing. <laughs> Nothing but my respects for the troops. <laughs> I'm feeling, I'm feeling like this is going to be the troop respectingest episode of HKIP that we've had. <laughs> Never before has this been, has there been this much troop respect on Henry Kissinger. Is Pokemon going to die? <laughs> Henry Kissinger. Pokemon, Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to pay respects on Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, it's H, yeah, H, 
H. Uh, I don't know. I was trying to fit an F in there, but it doesn't really work there, for the acronym. Oh yeah, huh? I was gonna say yeah, there is an F in there, but no, there sure isn't. There's an F <laughs> in our hearts. And yeah, there's an F in all of the, the real F was the troops that died along the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I feel like I might want to edit that one out, honestly. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'll see how I feel about it after the episode. Yeah, time will tell. Okay, I oh, feel God. like that's that's about all of the funny that's going to get squeezed out of that. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta lead with that, because it's just... I mean, nothing better happened this week, so... <laughs> no, that's definitely the funniest thing that's happened this week. Sort of ease everyone oh, yeah. into... Uh, uh, I don't actually... I, I I don't know a whole lot about this one, so I'd hope that, I hope that you have some sort of more information, but there's Kamala Harris's no good, very bad idea to extend <laughs> the school day to 9 to 5. Yeah, so Kamala Harris said, uh, hey, I have an idea. Um, it seems that parents across the estate are having a hard time uh 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 what the fuck is the word i'm looking for uh compromising their work schedule of nine to five with their children's school schedule of eight to three or thereabouts uh and i have just the solution to do it and her solution was to not make the workday shorter but to say hey let's keep kids in school from eight to six which, um, judging from the comments that I saw on Twitter, everybody hated. So, um, <laughs> just yeah. kind of, just kind of really, she's thinking deeply inside the box on this one, it would seem. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that this reminds me a lot of when the, the Ontario legislature up here in Canada said that they were going to get rid of summer vacation and replace, and just replace it with more like PA days and stuff throughout the year and mm -hmm. everyone hated that but this feels like a whole lot worse I cannot imagine eight hour shifts of this school every day I literally like apparently the more I guess the quote-unquote nuance within it is that like um they aren't having they wouldn't be having classes from eight to six they'd be like they'd still be having classes from eight to three and then like three to six or so would be like mandatory like uh after school activities clubs yeah. and stuff um but like you still need to pay your teachers and your staff for that which uh famously nobody anywhere is very good at doing so um i don't know i don't know kamala i don't know about that Chief yeah called, I... he said this ain't it <laughs> yeah so, i can't imagine a version of that that isn't extremely shitty like... it's like <laughs> this is literally like just the political version of Hey Cool Robot Gundam meme, where <laughs> she's like, she's looking at the problem, this problem here, and saying, Hey Cool School Day. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and, and then it's the working it just, day is too long, fly over her head. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I it's, feel like this it fucking. Sure is, it's solutions. Yeah, this fucking villain to villain to an episode of Recess ass <laughs> plan <laughs> fixing the school day. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, like I have enough trouble at my work with people thinking that we're just babysitters, and I work at the library, so like. I can't imagine going to school for God knows how many years to become a teacher and then getting paid fuck all and having the state treat you like a babysitter because that's essentially what's happening here. I have basically to force like, yeah, to force you to like look after kids for what, an extra two or three hours, basically. Yeah. Nah. Nah, no. Nah. <laughs> nah, that's, I just don't, I just don't think that's what's going to do it to me. I just, I'm just not sure about that. No, that doesn't. It does not seem really very good to me. It seems like it might. And hold on to this. Just keep this in your back pocket. It seems like it might be bad, but that's just me. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm kind of uh, John Wick voice. Yeah, I'm thinking it's bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming down hard on the side that it might be bad. You know, people keep asking me if it's bad, and I haven't had an answer for them. <laughs> but you know people what? People keep asking. 
<laughs> you know what? I think I've got my answer now. Yeah, I'm thinking it's bad. <laughs> People across the country. Oh, God. Uh, do you want to talk about landlords? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Pharrell <laughs> Landlord. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, famous uh, landlord for long if you feel <laughs> if you feel like renting a room without a roof <laughs> we have a uh, famous landlord and uh, hip hop producer uh, Pharrell is opening up uh, apparently a brand new combo complex in uh, the fine city of Toronto here in uh, Canada and it's going to be a two, uh, two tower condo complex at Young and Eglinton where he's going to be uh, he's going to be the landlord essentially of a housing complex in Toronto, which uh, I don't uh, this is something for people who might not know. The development of condos in Toronto is a massive political issue in the city. Oh God, because <laughs> it keeps like fucking up and ruining like good neighborhoods in the town, including uh, the like the gay neighborhood of the village has been you know tar uh, targeted by condo development in a way that would kind of really fuck up the whole space oh i love that yeah cuz you know of course the first place they go is to you know the you know marginalized communities and the mm -hmm. gay neighborhood and stuff like that those are the first places they go for development and so him doing this is just Obviously, he's not Canadian, and I don't know why they picked Canada to be the place that he built something in, but it's just a remarkably tone-deaf move to the politics of the city. Yeah. Like, And beyond that, it's just very funny that we have had two of varying degrees of importance news stories about uh, ce celebrities <laughs> being celebrity landlords. landlords. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> celebrity game landlord, cl landlord club coming to VH1. Yeah, it's a it's a reality show where we put Pharrell Williams and uh, Pharrell Williams and Hannibal Burris in a low rent apartment for a month and see how long they last. <laughs> Whoever wins gets crowned slumlord. <laughs> Whoever wins, like, we lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing that just like God, like so Pharrell. Fun fact: if you don't know this. Um, Pharrell is from the city of Virginia Beach, which is where I'm from and where I'm currently talking out of. Um, and um, Virginia Beach is like, we have a lot of apartment complexes and a lot of condos because we have a lot of people moving in and out because we have like 37 military bases or something around here. So people are just constantly moving and, you know, they're moving in and they're, they're moving out. So it's, it's a big industry. So, like, uh, I can see his mindset and being like, oh, that, this is lucrative. Where I'm from, this is good and it works. Um, I would say it's not good. Um, and it's also like, you know, I've been to Canada one time. Uh, sure wasn't Toronto, um, but I, I just don't know, dog. I don't know if I'd go to a whole nother country and be like, hey, I got this idea where I'm a landlord. Yeah. How about I do that? I'm, I'm worried that, like, celebrity landlord is, like, literally not going to be a joke, but it's going to be... <laughs> Like, just a full-on thing. Like, people are going to start, Sooner like... Sooner or later, everybody's landlord is going to be a celebrity. Yeah, it's like, oh, man, I can't I can't believe I'm being evicted by Britney Spears. I... <laughs> For a <laughs> Like, what is... <laughs> like, posting on... Post somebody posting on Twitter. I just moved into my... I just moved into my house. Turns out Adele is... Uh... <laughs> Adele becomes Slumlord and <laughs> just <laughs> takes Oh god <laughs> It's just Oh my it's... god Yeah eventually when we all move into pod houses we'll eventually all move into pod houses and those pod houses will all be owned by Morrissey and... <laughs> oh. Can you imagine Can you fucking Okay did I ever t did you Do you know about my Morrissey story uh, no, tell me your story, please. My story? Yeah, your story. <laughs> uh, when I was, or I guess this was, like, maybe five or six years ago, 
uh, I had a Redbubble store. Mm -hmm. And I just made, like, some slogans, and I put them on shirts and things, and one of them was just Morrissey is pond scum, and they were all just stupid things like that. And, um, I had it up for, like, a year, and then out of nowhere, it just got, like, taken down for a copyright notice? And I had other things that had, like, copyrighted, I guess, uh, terms or whatever on them, but that was the only one, so I was like, I can't help but imagine... I feel like this is a big-time Morrissey move where he's just name-searching, and yeah. he saw something that was insulting of him in a funny way, and he said, don't like this, can't be having this, and reported it, and now that's one less thing that people aren't buying on my store. I do really like the idea of Morrissey seeing Morrissey as pond scum and just <laughs> angrily copyright. Like, he's reporting the copyright violation himself. <laughs> just scowling to himself. Yeah, <laughs> having a private moment of anger. Every every copy of JPEG Mafia's "I Cannot Fucking Wait Until Morrissey Dies" is removed from Bandcamp <laughs> by <laughs> Morrissey. It's only it's only a matter of time. <laughs> yeah, he, uh. he gets rid of every single copy. He comes to people's houses and destroys physical copies of Black Ben Carson. <laughs> get rid of that song. <laughs> Morrissey is the algorithm. This wait, I wonder how long it's going to take before this episode gets blacklisted by Morrissey and his his people. <laughs> yes, the more his Morrissey Secret Service comes in <laughs> fucking his Morris Service. <laughs> his Majesty's Morris Service. <laughs> <laughs> I, what were we talking about again? I don't fucking know. Who cares? <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you want to talk about uh Okay, hold something? on. I, do, I want to read quickly here. Um, <laughs> there's This is really funny to me, but uh, this is the tweet that was posted uh, by Pharrell. Oh, boy. He said, what's in a name? Who you are, what you do, how you love, what you seek. How you feel, said the 13-time Grammy Award winner in a clip played on the Eaton Center's massive outdoor screen. Where you live defies labels. Space is only a backdrop. The experience is you. Live your life untitled. And apparently that's the slogan is live your life untitled. And he's called the housing development or the condo development untitled. And what we don't have right now is the rent numbers for untitled. <laughs> But I gotta be thinking it's gonna be a real, real pretty penny to be living in that place. <laughs> it might, might cost, might cost, you know, maybe a wheat penny or two. Yeah, just a nice, a couple of, you know, a couple of uh, hot dimes in your palms to pay for that one. Just a couple, just a couple smackaroonies. <laughs> I know. feel. Speaking of Virginia, I feel like you'd probably <laughs> want to talk about the recent outcomes in the uh, Virginia election there. Yeah, uh, so, well, the whole country of the United States had an election this week. That was kind of a thing that happened. Um, fun fact, uh, so this past weekend was the anime convention in my area, and um, we had a lot of people in town uh, who came out to it with us, uh, one of whom was friend of the show Sarah McCostumes. Um, so she got to come and see how an American election is, and... Um, it's basically the exact same as they are in the UK, except we get to vote in churches sometimes, which is weird. Um, and it is very weird that we vote in churches, but uh, but yeah, so that happened. Um, and then we elected some people. And uh, Virginia, the state, uh, for the first time since 1990-something, early the early 90s, uh, uh, Democrats have control of every branch of the state, um, which is fucking wild. Oh, um, shit, that The ruled. last time this happened was, uh, yeah, like I said, the early 90s, so I would have been, like, four, maybe, five? Um, it's a big deal, because it's Virginia, and, uh, historically, if you know anything about Virginia, uh... Aren't you guys, like, gerrymandered to shit, too? Like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're super fucking gerrymandered. Um, and there are people, there are, like, uh, Republicans online complaining about uh, how the gerrymandering didn't work, and they, uh, they're they mad now. So they're basically just saying, uh, hey, what if 
people didn't get a vote and we just had uh, state uh, state specific electoral colleges so that we won regardless of what the people vote for, um, which is cool. But yeah so, uh, like, yeah, so they're just kind of throwing a fit. Yeah, so like that? cornfields can vote for people essentially mm-hmm. is what they want. Yeah, they they yeah, if they had their druthers, um, but we we had uh, it was a it was you know all things considered pretty decent. Um, a lot of the uh, candidates in Virginia ran on like climate control, uh, which is good. We had a lot of people in this region in particular who were like um, very very uh, hard on um, gun control which is something that is like kind of tough to get through around here because people sure do like their guns around here in Virginia. Let me tell you what. Uh, but, um, uh, some good shit happened. Danica Rome, who is the first transgender woman to serve or transgender, any person to ever, um, sit in the Virginia house of delegates got reelected. Um, uh, Lee Carter, who is a, uh, like, one of the most vocal uh, Democratic Socialists, uh, at least in the state, um, also got reelected. Um, so some good stuff. Uh, sure would be nice if uh, we didn't still have the fun uh, governor who did blackface, but that just kind of went away. People just kind of forgot about that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, all things considered. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It seems it seems like things are going pretty good there. Do you happen to know what happened? I mean, I don't. Uh, but do you happen to know what uh, happened in uh, Seattle? Because I know they were saying a bunch of uh, city councilors who were anti-Amazon expansion all got beaten by, or were being beaten anyways, by uh, their Amazon-sponsored counterparts. And I heard that there was a chance that they were going to end up winning when they counted the mail-in vote. And I was just wondering if you'd see anything about that. Uh, I saw one thing, but I... I, I was at work when I was reading, so I don't, I don't, I didn't absorb it like at all. Um, let me see, because I'm on Ballotpedia right now. Let me see if I can find anything. Uh, yeah, I guess it was like the Seattle City Council, um, and Amazon donated a shitload of money. Um, see, this is the type of thing that like, the type of thing that like, if I were there and not clean across the country, yeah, no, <laughs> it might help. But uh. Yeah, that's totally fair. I feel like, yeah. no, that's, yeah, I wouldn't know what happened in, like, British Columbia's part of the country for their election, so that's <clears throat> totally fair. Yeah. Uh, before, yeah. uh, I, I forgot, we should have done this earlier, but I wanted to quickly bring up, apparently there's another uh, development being made in Toronto where they mm-hmm. want to, where Sidewalk Labs in Toronto wants to build what is essentially a small private city, in uh, Toronto with uh, private taxation, private roads, charter schools, corporate cops and judges, and punishment for people who choose privacy. Wow! Yeah, where? Okay, so just kind of, yeah, you know, just regular. Yeah, it's looking where apparently their goal is to, yeah, they want to have uh, levy and sp- the power to levy and spend property taxes without oversight, a corporate criminal justice system where all the cops and judges work for sidewalk labs and top to bottom continuous surveillance that if you don't share information with them, you don't get the same level of services. So, yeah. Who would choose to live like this? Who are they counting on going, this looks like a good idea to me? Well, the thing is, is that they essentially lied about it. This information got leaked. They've been pitching it to Toronto as just, like, a regular housing development, except, like, really cool and, like, integrated with, you know, smart technology and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah, where I'm looking at in the Toronto City Count, it appears that this was leaked, and it amounts to, uh, that, yeah, it was, this was leaked out here on, it says October 30th, that it was, uh... Yeah, it says, today the Globe and Mail published a summary of Sidewalk Labs' leaked yellow book, which lays out their vision for Toronto and future provinces, uh, projects in Detroit, Denver, and Alameda, I believe. And they want to build a corporate-owned city similar to Lake Buena, uh, Buena Vista, where the uh, Walt Disney Corporation owns a massive tract of land in Florida. That's essentially a private city as well. So that I just wanted to kind of tack that on to uh, Pharrell Landlord, there because this is 
genuinely extremely scary and they're like building and cap land on top of Jesus. Yeah, so yeah, that's not... scary. Yeah, apparently that's it was leaked. Up... Scary. It was leaked on the thirtieth, and I really hope that that changes Toronto City Council's plans because I would not like to have that in Canada. That sounds extremely shitty. Yeah, I don't want to have that anywhere. Uh, of course, Disney already has one. Yeah, we've got the Disney uh, Disney Disneyville. parks, yeah. Disney parks, free corporate city, Diddley uh, World. <laughs> Diddley World. Um, if uh, if 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 you'd allow it, I'd like to uh, bring out uh, the first edition of uh, of a sort of recurring segment I'd like to do. Please. Here on. Uh, so we all know that uh, Amazon Jeff Bezos is a bad person, and he's he sucks a lot. But what a lot of people also don't realize is Amazon is also a horrible storefront. Like it's genuinely bad at doing the job that it's designed to do. Yeah. So I've been browsing over the last couple of days through Amazon and trying to find really bad or sort of scam products. Oh, this that, rules. That Amazon is <laughs> selling and just sort of reading the names and some sort of funny information of them uh, out here on the podcast. So I'm going to post a link here to the first one in podcast chat if you just want to sort of take a look at this. Zoe, I just want to let you know before we get too deep into this, this is precisely my shit. I'm extremely glad. As soon as I saw that you and Matt were going to be on, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good episode to debut this bit. Oh, shit, I can't open it. It's, uh... Oh, is it because... Okay, I see why. I think the link got posted twice. Oh, yeah, sorry. Hold on, let me... It's just let me... Weird. Yeah, no, you're good. Hold up, let me just... Oh, yeah. no, nope, I still... I'll uh, bring up... There, yeah, I there's a dog telling me that I can't fetch the page, so... Okay, I posted it again. But I do see the title of it. I do see the title of it in the uh, hyperlink, and I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. So, okay. <laughs> folks, we've got the TPU shatterproof to asshole fart funny brain teaser second no one funny you'll be farting eye case for i iPhone five when I fart white. Um, <laughs> it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> it's a phone case. <laughs> and that that again is the TPU shatterproof the asshole fart funny brain teaser second no when funny you'll be the farting eye case for iPhone five when I fart white. <laughs> and what it is it's a <laughs> what it is 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 a phone case that says on it. When I fart, you'll be the second to know in white text. Um, hopefully, sort of I could. Sort of kaleidoscope. Yeah, sort, sort of, of kaleidoscope back. background. And then we have the product description, which reads This TPU shatterproof to asshole fart funny braid teaser. Second, no and funny, you'll be the farting eye case for iPhone 5 when I fart white. And protect your phone, your iPhone 5 slash 5S white from scratches, dust, and other daily damage and daily hazards that may dirt your device. Simple and elegant. Simple and elegant style while prevent scratches and dings without adding a lot of bulk. Don't miss the chance. It deserves buying when I fart. You'll be the second to know. Asshole fart farting funny. I know second to when you'll be no the. No reviews, tragically. And, and no reviews. No technical details. And unfortunately, it is currently unavailable if you're interested in purchasing it. But Date first available November 15th, 2014. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so. so it's think... just been sitting there on Amazon for five years. Yeah, it has an ASIN number and everything, which is really funny to me. But uh, next up, I'm gonna drop the next link here uh, if you want to check this out. Um, mm -hmm. This is uh, a, an oh, ebook called "69 Jokes <laughs> About 69: Sex Jokes, Dirty Jokes, Dark Jokes, Clever Jokes, Best or Work Jokes About the Sexy Number of 69." <laughs> By Joker Sama author. <laughs> yeah, by Joker Sama. This is uh, Joker Sama's only product on the Amazon uh, storefront, and the just putting it all into one basket. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's he's the product description here is a book of sixty nine jokes about the sexy kinky number of sixty nine. <laughs> Read and Read, have, have fun. fun and laugh. <laughs> 
fucking laugh. And uh, I've got to advise anyone listening to this right now not to read the jokes uh, in this book because they are extremely offensive, like in a way that's not even funny. It's just really offensive. Oh, God. So I'm going to advise you not to read them because I opened it up and they're horrific. But the, the title is very funny. <laughs> And the fact that it's by Joker-sama is extremely funny to me also. Another thing that's extremely funny to me is that in the link you posted, I'm just seeing, I'm seeing in the URL, keywords equal epic plus 69 plus jokes. Yeah, that's true. That's very good. I'm really tempted you to gotta... just click... Just to send a free sample to Eden's Cloud Reader. <laughs> it's like, no thanks, honestly. Oh, hey, it's, it, you can get it for free if you have Kindle Unlimited. <laughs> okay, uh, before I send this next one, I want to point out that if they can't find a name for an author for something, it turns out, on Amazon, what they'll uh-huh. do is they'll kind of insert uh, something that they think fits. So, for example, there's several Bibles on Amazon where the author is God. <laughs> which I thought was pretty good. But it's by far the best sort of uh, instance of that uh, is this, which is the great oh, product man. of the, a book called Meme. <laughs> memes are here to stay. Epic funny one so good you will not believe it. Dank funny memes books. Oh gosh, yes. By the author of Memes. <laughs> And (laughs) there's a couple of really good things about this book. First of all, the author's name is Memes. Just incredibly funny to me. But second of all, is that this book costs seven dollars and eighty nine cents. Um, and (laughs) sorry, yeah, go ahead. Can I say my favorite thing about this item that I'm looking at right now, just on the page? Please do. I have, actually, it's two things. I have two things, and they're tied for my favorite thing. Um, <laughs> first is that the, <laughs> the description just says, funny memes book. <laughs> and second, that the length is 2,366 pages. <laughs> it's so fucking long. <laughs> And it's all like, <laughs> and I've looked inside, and it's all just like impact font memes <laughs> of like. I'm gonna and, say and, when they just document knowyourmeme.com into a PDF. <laughs> Literally, oh I'm scrolling God. through it now. There's one here where it's like, <laughs> it's like. It's just like a picture of these two kids wearing snapbacks, and it's like heavily stretched out and JPEG compressed. And it says, yo, man, we so gangsta. And that's it. <laughs> oh my god. Or I just went to click on the preview, and it's just like <laughs> the like maybe side third of the cover just like zoomed in hugely so it's just like the bottom of the letter M in red impact font and then the top corner of this emoji <laughs> oh also I think a cool thing is there's actually a review on this one and oh, yeah, it's a one star review from EK and he says garbage this book sucked I love memes and this was a disgrace to all true meme connoisseurs I am only rating one star because it's the lowest it goes (laughs) a speaker for the people thank you ek and if you click uh by the way the author memes you'll find out that there are just fucking thousands of books by memes that all have the same extremely long titles like there's one here called memes the super cool book of epic fails funny memes dank jokes (laughs) top banter and awesome cool stuff for super funny people (laughs) <laughs> or memes, forget the zoo, the real fun is here. Animal memes, baby! Funny memes with so much humor, you will chuckle like a chimp. <laughs> uh, memes, optical illusions, and the sickest funny dank memes ever created. Oh lord, these are good memes, brother. <laughs> or memes, madness inside. Funny text fails, WhatsApp special funny memes with the purest comedy banter you ever did see. Ah, oh ye. <laughs> <laughs> 
memes, okay. classic art, funny memes, best classical funny memes, dankage, and more comedy coolness <laughs> top hits. Oh god. Okay, um, this is the last of the oh, last wait, before, thing I'm before going to Before we move to the last one, can we please tell the people what the cover of this ebook is? Oh, it's yeah. making me lose my mind. <laughs> it's the words funny memes in Times New Roman on the top, and then a picture of an emoji smoking a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and the emoji is like clearly like it wasn't transparent <laughs> because it's like there's a square of white, like just kind of barely off center, poking into the black bottom bar <laughs> by maybe very... two pixels. Okay, I'm it's sorry. Great. I have one last good Amazon thing. This one's kind of similar, and it's another one where I'm going to advise don't actually open the book and read the jokes because they're horrific. But so we can can you and I just do this as a podcast? Like this is the spit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just open the link. Fuck me. Hold on. If you're uh, if you're being sincere, I would absolutely really like to do that. <laughs> oh my god, I am actually. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk about oh this my after God. the show. But I've got this book. It's called Yo Mama oh by Three Light LLC. Um, and this one's less funny for what the book is. But the description <coughs> here says, 2,000 plus Yo Mama jokes and other Yo jokes equals endless fun. <laughs> Special introductory price. Limited time only. What's this app about? This app contains thousands of classic Yo Mama jokes, guaranteed to bring a big smile to your face. As always, future updates are free. <laughs> but I saved this one because there's one review. It's a five-star review by Carl from September 3rd, 2013. And he says, this was a uh, funny, hilarious, worth the download. This was a random find. It was pretty worth it. Some of the jokes I haven't e even heard of, such as yellow teeth, bald, and poor. <laughs> and The famous joke of poor. <laughs> yeah, the, the joke of your mama, poor. <laughs> but, God. yeah. Uh, and then the last, and then there's one here where it says, uh, there's a four-star review that just says, I did not go for five-star review because there are racist jokes. Take them out, and I will rate this four-star. <laughs> Anyways, I don't have a name for this yet, but it's there's it's some, so good. some very good Amazon products for everyone to enjoy. Oh my god, this is good. Wow. Also, the keywords were once again, epic 69 and jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Zoe, I love products. I, I, there's one thing I love is its prices and values. Prices and values. The prices this, and balls. This section has too many prices and values. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, what a wow! <coughs> Fantastic. Okay, what's <laughs> what next? Jesus. Uh, um. Oh, do we want to get? Uh, do we want to get our uh, our special guest? Yeah, let's get the special to talk guest. Talk about a little. Yeah. All right, give me just a second. All right. Fallon. Yeah. Come here. You just gonna? What's good? We talking about the OG, Mister O for seventeen. <laughs> God. Hello, Here, ladies. Mister <laughs> O for seventeen. That's right, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he's not back. He will never be back because he is canceled forever by a judge who dismissed all of his cases. That's right. We're talking about Mr. Victor. <laughs> this is Fallon, by the way. Hello, ladies. <laughs> hey, I'm Fallon. <laughs> You're live running over from the kitchen to talk about Vic Mignogna updates. I was cleaning my, you know, and, <laughs> and Roy asked me if I wanted to talk about Vic Mignogna and his weird sex pest update adventures. And I said, hell yeah, that's my exact shit. Yeah, we, I don't. Um, we watched a podcast. Well, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I don't know anything about this, so I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, the, the owning of, of Sex Pest uh, 
Mignogna here. I don't know anything about this. <laughs> the owning of Vic Mignogna by the, the uh, courageous Tarrant County, Texas court. <laughs> <laughs> the entire Tarrant County, Texas court, specifically one judge. And let me let me really quick pull up this judge's name because he is a hero. Here it is. I got it right here. His name is uh, <clears throat> he is the state district judge John Chup. With two P's. It's a good name. And a good name for a good man. So, since we've talked about Mr. Mignogna on this show, um, he had gone ahead and tried to file a bunch of different kinds of claims to pretty much everyone who was trying to quote-unquote defame him, among other very stupid claims that, you know, he obviously was doing just to scare the people. That were going against him. Um, and all of those claims. Uh, they were in the teens. Um, 17 in fact. All of them were dismissed. By State District Judge John Chup. Uh, the goat. Of the week. <laughs> goat of the week. Thanks so much. Except it happened on like October 4th. So <clears throat> you know it's technically old news. but Just a little belated. We've been in cosplay land. So we've yeah, been doing anime know, stuff. As far as the anime world goes, it's current news. It is current news. How often do you get anime voice actor news? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think... We're the designated anime uh, correspondents, so... (laughs) I'm really glad to hear that there's this... (laughs) That, yeah, that there's the uh, the owning of... uh, How do you say his last name? Mignona, I think. Mignona. Mignona. The owning of Vic Mignona by the coward Vic Mignona. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. Gone down. Vic Begonia. Vic Varguba. Um, <laughs> Vic Bazinga. Vic Vahanya. Jesus. <laughs> he is uh, fucking terrible, and it honestly feels pretty good to see him just get completely owned by this judging court. Like, Obviously, these cases were fucking garbage in the first place. It was just him trying to cover his ass and, you know, look tough and shit. But there was nothing to them. There was nothing behind them. Because we were actually listening to a podcast in the car with a couple of our pals over the weekend during NECOCON called uh, All Lawyers Are Bastards, right? I think so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was called All Lawyers Are Bastards, and they were actually talking about this case because it was just so fucking ridiculous. Because Vic is just like in an entire other world. It's just hilarious. He's and basically yeah. He's basically trying to file all these countersuits because he he kind of has no recourse against being you know outed for a a pedophile and a sex pest. There are over a hundred people who stepped up to confirm these claims and submit claims of their own. <laughs> so there's really no way for him to defensively say at this point that he was not responsible for at least, you know, there were a hundred fucking people. He's been doing this shit for ages. So, ages. So his only recourse is to try to get off on some type of loophole by blaming somebody else for something or another. Yes, indeed. Or just to try to lessen his sentence even. Yeah. Because there's really no way that uh, he's not going to be facing some repercussions for his actions, which seems to have been a long-assed time coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good old Vic McGee. Good old Edward L. Dick. God. <laughs> the, original, the original Edward Elric. Edward. Well, not the Ed- original, but yeah, the original English. Put some respect on Romy Park's name. I. That's my apologies. <laughs> That's my fucking. That's the number one. Nothing that's but respect for my for me. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, that's our Vic Mick update. Yeah. Date. <laughs> yep. Thanks, well, Phil. How are we feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling, <laughs> feeling. Feeling fine. After hearing that. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a lot to um take in and like kind of a lot to try and believe is real and not some kind of weird parody but we're living in the stupidest possible timeline anyway, absolutely so of course it's happening it's just it's just a fucking mess y'all y'all an absolute well except for the fact that virginia's blue for the first time in decades that's you know, fine 
But everything else pretty much sucks. I mean, it's still gonna suck regardless, but, you know. Hell world. At least Vic Vignana's, uh being actively canceled by the law. Yeah, he's getting, what's, he's getting what's his. Yeah. About time. They're, they're canceling him by hopefully throwing him in jail. <laughs> <laughs> canceled by the, by the district court. Yes. <laughs> canceled by the man. That's it. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the title right. of my new Chuck Tingle book. <laughs> Cancelled in the ass by the district court. <laughs> oh, excuse me, cancelled cancelled in the butt by the district court. That's it, we yeah. gotta keep it we gotta keep it uh PG thirteen. Cancelled in the butt by the district court. Cancelled in the butt by the court the court of law. Cancelled in the cancelled in the butt by the district court of Tarrant County, Texas. <laughs> Somebody Photoshop me that cover, please. <laughs> I know what I'm doing after this. Oh God, you gotta get a real good, real good hi-fi picture of Mr. Mignogana so you can get all his old weird wrinkles and pores. God, I, can't, I can't wait to get, get a in those glossy, weird... j- <laughs> glossy JPEG. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> get him in those weird applique anime pants God. he had in the early 2000s with all the fucking faces and names of his. The anime characters he'd voiced on him. Weird, uh, tight, like, fucking boot-cut denim. Couture. Couture. <laughs> Couture. All right. <laughs> anyway, yeah, thank thanks you. so much for uh, Hell yeah. having me on here to holler a little bit. Yeah, thank you, Fallon. Thank you, Fallon. Being designated Risenbull Ranger <laughs> retired. X. Risenbull That's why Ranger. I said retired. Um... Honorably discharged. <laughs> honorably, honorably discharged myself. Well, I mean, technically, all of us were discharged once uh, Yahoo Groups <laughs> and Geo Cities went down down the pipes. But you know, <laughs> forcibly retired in the butt by Yahoo Groups. <laughs> all right. Wow, that is fucking robust. <laughs> all right. Yes. God, all right. I think we got a couple more things to talk about, but thank you, Felon. All right, peace, peace out, y'all. Peace out. <laughs> Glad Bye. to have a podcasting uh, Podcasting is forbidden. A little mini episode here. <laughs> yeah, you'll love to see. <laughs> all right, okay. Don't actually uh, Photoshop that, by the way. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Yeah. So our first shout out is uh, Francis Fukuyama. The author of the uh, essay and then book, uh, The End of History and the Last Man, where he said that uh, liberalism had won after the fall of the USSR and there was no more things that were going to happen in politics. That was the last one. It was just little tweaks. The last thing ever. Yeah, the last politics that would ever happen would be (laughs) making sort of tweaks in... Uh, like in liberal democracies around the world, but it would just be the expansion out of that. But then uh, funny Al-Qaeda happened and kind of wrecked that one for him a little bit. Um, And so now apparently he's saying, and I just found out that this wasn't just a meme, that apparently he said that socialism should make a comeback. Uh, I'm looking here to see actually why he said that. But apparently he said that because, oh yeah, because apparently because elite-driven politics have turned out to be disastrous. He said that, uh, uh, he said that socialism, but like, as like redistributive programs, so like social democracy, like putting the money from over here and giving it to the, to the people. He said like, he doesn't think that there should be, you know, ownership and the means of production by, by the working class, but he does think that there should be like, you know, more taxes and social programs and stuff, which is, you know, good enough having some good, better labor unions and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I'm glad to see it. It's uh, History 2. Uh, extreme History 2. History 2. Uh, what you that? get after History. You get History 2. <laughs> uh, he does very much say that uh, the only plausible systemic rival to, I'm quoting the article here, the only plausible systemic rival to liberal democracy was not socialism, but China's state capitalist model, which, uh, as as we've seen in the last month or so, uh, is good when, uh, you know, I mean, China's no problems there. Yeah, I haven't seen a single one. 
I don't. I just don't. I just don't think there are problems with that. No. In conclusion, everything. Nope. Everything's good. <laughs> in conclusion, doing fine. Doing, doing fine. Yes. Uh, this. <laughs> this report on China will be a window into his madness. Just feeling. <laughs> feeling fine. <laughs> Thank you so much for getting that. I feel. Say that all the time, and nobody understands me. Nobody understand me. Yeah, I want. It's very fucking good. Won't understand me. Next, folks, we have our next shout out is a Bloomberg president. Bloomberg president. Apparently, Michael Bloomberg is he entering as an independent, a Democrat, Republican? What's he? Democratic. Okay, so we got yet another person in the Democrat race. Where as soon as one candidate drops out, two more rise up place <laughs> filling the beto shaped void in the democratic line of runners and <laughs> bloomberg skateboards out into his first debate then <laughs> um, i'm gonna put this before there's just a better shaped hole in the wall and bloomberg comes <laughs> yeah. in trying to fill it perfectly <laughs> like that fucking one challenge on double dare or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> it's just <laughs> There's just an empty, uh, there's an empty podium where Beto used to be, and they just play <laughs> sad music every time it pans over. <laughs> God. Uh, oh my also, another. This is the Beto Memorial Podium. He died. <laughs> he died on the planet. <laughs> Beto really is kind of a poochie when you think about it. He is kind of like poochie. He skateboarded. He skateboarded so good. He God called him to heaven. Uh, <laughs> he's like, dying on his way back to his home, Texas. <laughs> it's like God's like it's your time now. Uh, your time now, Robert. And he pulled <laughs> off his soul out of his skateboard <laughs> to heaven to teach Jesus how to do a kickflip. <laughs> He's ollieing with the angels now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, also up here. <clears throat> also, uh, so a member of the, the Quebec National Assembly, or an MNA, which is the Quebec name for our, like, for not our, but for their uh, representatives, a uh, member of Quebec Solidaire, which is like a French unionist party. They're good. Uh, they're. Mm-hmm. One of the few non-racist Quebec parties around. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, one of the members of the party left the uh, legislature. I can't tell if it was permanently or temporarily because uh, they were wearing a hoodie uh, in the legislative office, which they said isn't allowed. And they've repeatedly dressed up in running shoes and tank tops, boots and toques and stuff to protest how they think it's stupid that they have to dress up in a suit or a dress or whatever to go to the event, which it is. Yeah. And so for Halloween, apparently, uh, she came to the legislature's red room, which is where they have official ceremonies, dressed up as a politician in business attire with the words, Happy Halloween, which I think is pretty good that they went for (laughs) Halloween as the way you're supposed to dress in the house. God. Oh my and, god. And uh, the opposition Liberal Party launched an ethics complaint against uh, <laughs> the member, which is an extremely liberal thing to do. Good lord. And, uh. I love last, bureaucracy. It's extremely good. You love to have rules that don't make any sense uh, for no reason. I love it. And, uh, lastly, uh, Sheer, uh, Andrew Shear, leader of the Conservative Party, has been allowed to stay. After his leadership, after the leadership review, which they have every time they do not win an election, the Conservative Party of Canada has a leadership review, and usually, if you lose, they kill. Uh, they kill you. They fire you. Um, <laughs> what if though? What, what if they killed Andrew Scheer because he lost? <laughs> um, yeah, they they throw you down into the other leadership candidates into the Thunderdome. Uh, <laughs> the last one standing gets to continue to be the leader, and Andrew Scheer killed his competition and is allowed to stay. Uh, but. He was also asked point blank if he thought being gay was a sin, which is the thing he said back in 2006. And he gave some weird waffle about how he thought that uh, you should respect everyone's rights. And that was it. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, all, cool. that's all you got to do. 
I definitely trust that he doesn't think homophobic things anymore. That's the thing I've come to. I'm going to put my eggs in that basket, I think. Yeah, yeah I think I'm going to trust him on this one. Uh, yeah. what, when, when has Andrew Shear ever steered me wrong? Uh, <laughs> Sheared me wrong. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> do you got anything else we should bring up? I don't think so. I think my brain is kind of falling out, so I think we're I think we're doing good. <laughs> this is a good episode. <laughs> this is a very good episode. I think this brings us to Lightbringers. Um, my oh, Lightbringer. About this. <laughs> it's fun. I'm making this one up off the top of my head right now, but my Lightbringer is uh, something I didn't get to bring up in the last episode because I wasn't on it because university is a nightmare. But. It's uh, Maxine uh, Bernier losing his only seat for his party in Beauce, thus uh, eliminating <laughs> his party from Canadian politics, hopefully permanently. Uh, get in the toilet, uh, Maxine Bernier. <laughs> it, no more no more of his party, hopefully. The racism party of Canada has been defeated by the slightly less racism party of Canada. And uh, yeah, so that was really nice to see, and that's my uh, Lightbringer, I shouted about it on local, uh, local radio when it happened, but I haven't been able to talk about it on the podcast until now. Fuck yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. Um, uh, 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 oh, you know what? Okay, so um, I guess my Lightbringer, because I did this as a Lightbringer on one of the first episodes I was ever on, but we ended up not being able to post that episode. Uh, so I'll just recommend this one again. This is going to be my Lightbringer. Uh, it's the Weird History Podcast. Um, it's a podcast about weird little things that happened in history. And uh, every episode is about probably under half an hour long. It's hosted by one guy. Um, and it's very good. There's a lot of episodes about just weird, uh, strange things. He has, a, he has a live episode about the history of claymation. Um... He's got an episode about my favorite thing that's ever happened in history, which is the Cadaver Synod. Uh, so just kind of some good, interesting, weird little things. You'll love it. And then he also has, like, a couple of long-form series. Like, he's got one about, like, um, the rise and fall of fascism in Italy, which is really good. One about how North Korea kind of got to be where it is right now. Um, but yeah, I like it. It's good. That sounds extremely good. I'm going to have to check that out. Hell Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, uh, thanks, uh, everybody, for listening to uh, this episode. And thanks to Fallon for coming on and doing a little guest spot to talk about uh, Scarlet Begonias being canceled. Um, <laughs> that's his name. That's his name. I don't remember what that's a reference to. It just popped into my head as a thing to call him. <laughs> um, I think it's a sublime song. Uh <laughs> So that uh, so everybody, you can. This has been another episode of Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. You can find us on HKIPGTD on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. Uh, or we are also on your uh, favorite podcatcher. Uh, so we're we uh, the owner of the network, uh, Matt Noise Space, recommends Noise Space shows if you want to listen to this podcast and many of the others uh, that we have. Uh, both hosts today also have other. Uh, other shows on the network so we'll be sure to mention those when we get around to that uh we'd like to thank the taxpayers for the use of their song evil men off the album cold hearted town and uh we also are on patreon every uh, patron gets access to our bonus material preschool uh pre-shows post shows cut for time extended light bringers five dollars and up patron get the special role of comrade in our discord and a shout out in the podcast $10 and up patrons get the special role of Conrad in our Discord and can listen to us live as uh, zero number of people are doing now. So, uh, I mean, this with, was a little uh, bit, that, you know, last minute. And this was last minute. Most, so usually we have a, at least a couple of people in there. And our current $5 and up a month patrons are a sexual fish tank, Alex, Alex Hoot, Ashinu, Bryant, Bryce, Burgermeister, Kadeo, Chaz Goblin, David Besser, Maximilian Rower, Non-Binary with Left Beef, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Destral Hawk, Dijonese, Florence Siegel, Michael Weems, Nick Clarkson, Pregnant Seidfeld, PR the Disaster, Six-Armed Sweater, Stephanie Ruff, Summer Geist, The Tallest Jew, Tufster McGee, Win, and Hmm. And uh, as always, uh, Memento Pokemore. Memento Pokemore.
Right, thanks for uh, listening there, folks. Vard, Vard, Morrissey, yeah. Bunch of timid white who can't fuck with me. Okay. My daddy told me these white bitches can't keep a key. Fifth in his face, got him singing C. Yeah. Never Ooh. mind, you're me. Okay, fuck a Johnny Rotten, I want Lil B. Fuck you niggas talking, this a killing spree. Hey. Pull up on a cracker, bumpin' Lil P. Yeah.